Hello, welcome to another episode of What's the Big Idea? If you are unfamiliar with this series, we discuss associated topics to our now and ever sustainability strategy. This strategy covers brilliant buildings, better planet and building lives. In this episode, we are discussing the ever-growing issues of waste and more specifically, site items that are often considered waste during the stripping out of a building. This episode is included in the Better Planet aspect of the sustainability strategy, which is about leaving a positive environmental legacy. For this episode, I'm joined by Steve from Collect Eco, who is an excellent representative and spokesperson for this dilemma, navigating through the challenges and rewards associated with site items and distribution. Very often, when a building is being refurbished, the contractor will strip out all items, and as we all well know in this business, time is money and so quality items are often ending up in landfill. Collect Eco have recognised the amount of quality items ending up in landfill, which is highly unsustainable. These items can range from chairs, tables, monitors, timber and even pianos, as Steve mentions. By collecting these items and redistributing them to areas of need, the life cycle of these chairs, tables and pianos is extended. From this episode, we will discuss the reality of the problem, how the process works, associated challenges, benefits to reuse, and importantly, what we can do to enable the possibility of reuse. Hopefully you'll learn something you didn't know from this insightful discussion. So hi everyone, um, I'm Matt Trell. I work for the sustainability team and I'm on a year placement from UEA. Um, I'm working with Simon Haley and Deck and I'm here to help the Now and Ever campaign as well as the Ever Ambitions. And this is, this is Steve who works for Collectico. Would you, like to, would you like to introduce yourself? Yep. Hello there. I'm Steve from Collect Eco, and we we work with companies to donate surplus materials, furniture, and equipment to charities, schools, NHS, and other not-profit good causes. Perfect. What is the drive behind Collect Eco then? Oh, so Collect Eco exists to generate social value net zero and circular economy benefits from by donating surplus kit into as i've already said charities schools nhs and that are not profit good causes what that basically means is we take surplus kit and give it to good causes in the doing important stuff in the community rather than it just simply going into skips or ending up in in landfill so basically the kit we donate means that good causes can spend their money on more important things than buying new stuff. Um, nobody wants to see perfectly good stuff being broken up and put into skips, but we acknowledge as well that it's often it has been difficult to do the right thing in the past. And although charities and other good causes are good, very good at what they do in helping communities, they're not often the best at collecting on time. And obviously, part of what we do is make sure that stuff is collected on time uh, and properly. So last thing you want is a charity turning up on site in a Fiat Punto in flip-flops to collect two pallets of uh, surplus bricks. We need to make sure that it's, uh, it's off-site on time safely and, and we know exactly where it's going. Yeah, perfect. That's a good answer. Um... So what is the reality of the problem then? Because obviously there's a lot of waste procured from the industry. Yeah, so um, uh, there's some depressing figures around, but I think we should concentrate on the good stuff that's going on with the with the industry at the moment. I mean, if we consider 
for example, with furniture, 22 million items of furniture a year are discarded. And of that, only 15% is donated, is reused. So there's a long way to go with that. If we look at things like carpet, uh, 400,000 tonnes of carpet are discarded every year. The vast majority of that goes to incineration or energy from waste and or, or landfill. I, I mean, the there's been some fantastic strides for the industries. If we take, for example, dem um, demolition and strip out waste, 90% of that now gets diverted from landfill, which is brilliant. But yeah. that means recycling or energy recovery. How much of that kit is perfectly good are perfectly good materials, are perfectly good furniture, perfectly good yeah. bits of equipment going for recycled energy recovery, where it could be used, which desperately is needed in communities by good causes working in those communities because they're desperate for funds. I mean, yeah. COVID, during COVID, charities alone, so not even considering the other sorts of good causes, but charities alone have lost over 12 billion pounds worth of income. And schools nhs they're all under tighter budgets the tighter budgets that come we've got to pay back some of the money we spent which is which is fair enough tighter budgets spiraling costs more cleaning staff cover for staff that are ill so the money is running out so if we could get good if we could get this surplus kit to where it's needed so those good causes could spend their money on more important things that that's that's what we're all about yeah, I mean, it's great to see the, the industry is improving. You know, there's a greater diversion from landfill, which is great to see. But now we need to go that extra mile further, don't we? The extra step where we, we reuse these items rather than wasting them. And that's exactly what you do, which is great to see. So yeah, how does the process really work then with the Collectico? Because it's the, you collect the, you collect the items and distribute them to where, they need, where they're needed, hospitals, um, schools. So how does the process really work? So it, it depends what the project needs. So we do our best work when we can get in front of a project because um, we can, if someone phones us up tomorrow and says, I'll need this kit gone tomorrow, that's fine. We can we can arrange that, maybe maybe not tomorrow, but um, mm. we can arrange that as quickly as it needs to be. But we do our best work by getting in front of projects, trying to anticipate when stuff's coming out and then trying to get it directly from site to the good cause because that brings down the cost, it brings down the carbon, and it just makes the whole process a lot more efficient, if you like. So it's getting in front of so projects. So it's great you to have that heads up. Heads up, yeah, and just that communication with the yeah. um, with the site, I suppose, and that will come with time. As reuse becomes more embedded, if you like. Um, I mean, this isn't a new concept. Reuse is common sense. Mm. If you've got half a pallet of bricks, common sense would say, well, we can use those something else, somewhere else. And if you can't use those on site, they could be used in the community. Nobody wants to skip those, but they have to often because of time constraints, because because people haven't got the mind space mm. to start a process again by phoning around charities and saying, do you want these bricks? Yeah, I'll come in four weeks time. Uh, but then maybe that was more like six weeks. So that's where we try and fit in is to is to make that process as easy as possible and then communicate back to people as well to say, look, you may think that this is taking you extra effort. I mean, for example, carpet tiles coming out of a strip out. Mm -hmm. It shouldn't be a lot of extra effort. Sometimes you could say it saves effort because they would go, there's less handling, if you like, than put it into skips. But then we've got to communicate back to people to say, actually, what you did do with those carpet tiles is that they went to so-and-so good calls and look at what they've done with them. They've, they've, put, they've, they've transformed their space, but I think there's a lot 
there's a lot of dealing with the people who've tried this before. They've taken the effort to put to take up things nicely, put them nicely, put them, store them nicely, potentially keep them out of the wet. Um, and then they've seen them go in a skip because someone's not turned up who's, who was supposed to turn up to collect them. So it's, it's just communicating back to people. I mean, maybe like a little circle to say what you're doing has a real effect. And actually what you're doing, actually, we maybe we could nominate your kids school next time. Maybe maybe yeah. there's other good causes you're involved with. So let's get that. Let's get that. So it's the ease of communication which enables the process, doesn't it, then? Yeah. All the costs involved with communication just alone, we've given people a heads up with, four, with like, you know, four weeks prior to picking up. What, what are the costs? So again, if we can get in front of projects, what we want to do is get in front of projects because we have our core reason for being is the matching up of supply and demand. So if we outsource collection, uh, sorry, delivery, storage, all that kind of stuff, we concentrate on that matching up function. So we're not precious about the delivery costs. We don't make our money from that. What we want to try and do is get in front of projects so we can offset a lot of the delivery costs onto the good cause of receiving, receiving the kit. So they receive it as a donation, but they will pay a fee for it to be delivered. So that they get it, it gets offsite, everybody wins from that. So yeah. if we can get in front of it, we can offset a lot of the cost but at the same time, if, if someone phones up tomorrow and says it needs to be gone, then obviously it can become a little bit more expensive because it will go to storage. But then the other benefits of it, the social value benefits, the net zero benefit, mm -hmm. super mm -hmm. economy benefits, these are obviously all targets you're, you're measured on. So yeah. it's about this is a pro waste is a problem. Let's try and tick as many boxes as we can, get as much value out of that. I was going to say added value, but I don't want to use that term. Um, <laughs> let's try and get as many as much value out of that as we can for the whole business and offset as much cost as possible. Yeah. So other than cost being an issue and uh, people not communicating what, what they want ideally as, and the time management, what are the other obstacles that you face in your industry to, uh, how do you, over, how do you overcome them? All right. Um, so the biggest thing, and this isn't a moan, this is just an appreciation <laughs> of the challenge. Okay. Um, yes. Yeah. So one of the big things for us is we've we've worked primarily in the past with office relocations and refurbishments. So surface kit coming from those environments. Often we know about those, often, not always, often we know about those quite a time in advance so we can plan the project. One of the things we've struggled with is the um, the speed at which you guys work. And we appreciate the pressure you're under. So and we're trying to understand that better. And one of the things we want to do is work more in partnership with you guys and it is coming it's not going to happen overnight but as we get to know you guys better we're working partnership our names around more actually we want to try and get more people thinking about what we do on site about reuse on site as well so it's not just left to the the project the site manager who's who's got a 101 things to do and all these other pressures on them is try and share out that some of that pressure so it's looking at how we can do that as well so the speed at which things turn around is fine. We can deal with it, but if we could just reduce that sometimes or get in front of things, it makes it a lot easier for everybody, a lot cheaper, a lot better for carbon, and we can do a lot more social value wise as well. So again, that isn't a moon. That's just appreciation. <laughs> and it's something that we need to we need to just understand better because maybe we've been spoiled a little bit or a little bit mm. in the past. It's great to understand that because the more information we get on this idea as well on the issues, the more we can address them and work together and increase reuse and distribution. So it's all it's all about understanding the problem. Yeah. 
as well then can you discuss the rewards associated with with this line of work then well obviously you've got the i don't want to say it's cynical here but you've got the fluffy stuff so you've got the <laughs> value the net zero that kind of stuff but yeah. what's the benefit to a business doing it because at the end of the day there's got to be business benefits right oh yeah so one of the most important things at the moment is this is a problem that's got to be dealt with so it's a problem waste is a problem that has to be dealt with so either either way it's costing you money to get rid of it mm -hmm. um if we can get in front of it maybe we can reduce those costs maybe we can offset some of those costs but the other thing is the social value side obviously there's big pushes in the construction industry as there are a lot of other industries but especially construction um capturing this social value information hopefully would help get your tenders over the line when you need it we can also when we are donating stuff on behalf of you we can also target preferred good causes so if you said for example um we're doing a project in manchester and we really want to get on with um manchester council can't remember the exact name for them manchester council we maybe could target donations at manchester schools because then it gives you an opportunity to go to that um on that tender to say well we're already working with manchester schools and we've donated x amount of social value into into manchester schools so we rather than saying we endeavor we are doing this we are or look at what we've done with other areas where we've yeah. had projects we've donated surplus kit into these organizations and i mean some of our clients that we work with on partnership agreements their social value figures are in excess of a million pounds worth of kit donated so it's there's some hefty figures in there which if wow. yeah. you consider that 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 may have just gone in a skip so it's kind of a wasted opportunity exactly. but by donating it we've generated some social value figures which should be good for business yeah so i mean it's a growing industry as we have as we've said the more climate change becomes apparent and people recognize this issue the more people will understand the idea of just redistribution of these items and reuse them and it's key isn't it yeah well and of course net, net zero is coming and um we're that's another thing that's going to cost money and things like this again something you're already doing reuse is more carbon efficient than recycling uh redeployment as well it may also lead into saying well actually that half pallet of bricks we have another wilmot dixon site up the road let's get it to the site up the road let's yeah. back all it so embedding reuse is going to be good for yeah social value net zero and cutting costs yeah. So what are the most interesting projects you've worked on then? What kind of items do you pick up which are a bit out, out of the ordinary? So interesting one. Um, on your projects, we recently, so is, is bread and butter. Most of our stuff is furniture, office furniture, yeah. construction materials, bread and butter stuff, stuff yeah. that's easily turned over. But now and again, we get a, a, a couple of exciting items or items which uh, we have to think outside the box for. So recently we collected a couple of pianos from from okay. one of the sites that down in Port near Portsmouth um, and uh, th that was quite an interesting one because pianos at the moment uh, I don't know what's going on with pianos at the moment but we found a nice couple of homes for them in a in a in a community project a, a venture playground where basically I mean these were older pianos they probably weren't the best pianos and I'm not a piano expert unfortunately <laughs> but they probably weren't the best pianos but they were still working pianos so they've got into an adventure playground where the kids can go after school it's quite a deprived area they go after school and they just bash around on the piano have a good time there's another piano inside which is slightly better which maybe it means that these kiddies which are bashing around on the piano the older piano then maybe go well actually i like piano i might go and uh, um 
play on the piano inside. Or it just means that those kiddies bash out some of their frustrations yeah. on that piano yeah. and then they 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 tire themselves out and don't quite break in windows. It just means that they're they're, they're it was good to see the joy that these young kiddies get mm. from banging about on pianos, which otherwise may have just been broken up and, and separated. Yes, even unusual items that get reinvested into deprived communities, as seen with the pianos, which is a great example, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. That's, that's great to see. But it's not just, a, 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 what I don't want to do is get people just thinking, oh, the, the weird items. We have a continual demand, a massive demand at the moment. We cannot keep up with it from good causes, just looking for the basics. So carpet tiles, timber, construct any construction material, strip out materials, obviously furniture and various other equipment. If it's reusable, even if it's a boring reuse, coffee cups, that kind of stuff, it has a use because although it's standard stuff, what it's doing by not having to have that good call spend out on that, it's, it is actually what they're spending their money on should be more exciting than a, yeah. than a new desk or a, a pallet of bricks. It's all about that reinvestment back into communities as well. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So how much, how much engagement do you do with, with your customers then? Is, is a customer your focus? Customers are focus, yeah. Uh, um, well, the customer pays our bills, so yeah, of course, the customer is always our focus. <laughs> yeah, I can't just question to ask. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, so, I mean, how much, what we like to do is, like I was saying before, is try and really communicate to everybody on site that the effort they make by making sure that that pallet of plasterboard is pulled in out of the rain or not stepped upon or driven over by the forklift, that's what we want to try and say to them is, look, that extra effort that you think it's going to take, actually, maybe it won't because you, you haven't got to handball it into the skip then, but it will have a purpose. So maybe there's maybe there's more of a role. We have done this with clients in the past in toolbox talks at the start of, of projects is to say, look, this is there's a little bit in here about reuse. It's not this fluffy stuff. There is a real purpose to this. And actually, maybe yeah. maybe maybe there's an option there as well for them to nominate projects that they know of locally that might that could do with the kit too. So again, that really puts into their mind that oh, actually, yeah, um, I can see a use for this. Yeah, yeah, perfect. So, what can our teams do to improve the possibility of reuse? Then, I assume communications are, uh, is a key idea there. Yeah, I, and I don't want to put it on your team because at the end of the day, they're busy and they're busy earning the money and getting on with these projects. And these projects are. I mean, the, the timescales you're under sometimes are, are, are crazy. That's the nature of the business. That's it is what it is. So I don't want to put it back on your teams. I, what I would say is, if we can help you communicate better with us, and we're open to how that that is, um, and as time goes on, well, people have become more aware of what we do as well. So it's not just a case of, oh, um, I've got this kit. Uh, what can I do with it? And it's going through one person, maybe other people can start asking the questions and access our service too. Um, and something like a partnership agreement would help with that. So it's not about what you can do. Um, what I suppose what you can do is keep on talking to us about what we can do to help you reuse more. Yeah. So as companies and even as individuals, what what are the good practices and what can we promote to do? If that makes sense. Yeah. Um, well, that's, that's an interesting one because... It's very similar to the previous question, isn't it? It's the yeah. idea of communication again. It's an interesting one because it, obviously, if you've got if you've got someone unloading a, a wagon, um, and there's half a pallet of plasterboard that's not going to be used, so it's put to one side. How do they communicate that up the chain 
to yeah. someone who's who's got no time, who's in meeting, who's on Zoom all day, um, there's got no time to consider it. They want to consider it. So how do we, without sounding um, too flaky on this, how do we democratize that a little bit so they can go straight into a system and say, actually, I've seen something which is reusable. Um, can I make people aware of this without having to bother the site manager because they've got too much on their plate already? How can I get this information into the system to say, this is available, come and get it. So that, that, that's, 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 that's potentially an interesting one. How can we get everybody involved? Yeah, yeah. So no, I think we've got, I think we've got some good basis there. We've gone through the journey and some good benefits and also just the industry in general, haven't we? Which is good, which is great to go over. And also it's understanding of what's happening and what we can do to improve, improve ourselves as well as move along with the industry. We've put emphasis on, you know, net zero and doing better for the environment and addressing climate change, which is all key ideas. Have you got any other ending remarks you'd like to address and get across to the company? It's um, I think you said there as well as understanding. We need to understand. We need to understand better how you guys work. Yeah. You need to understand. Do you need to understand how we work? Not really, because we need to then try and make to make it as easy as possible for your people to do the right thing. So that's what I'm excited about is this this conversation, the conversations I've had with you guys. We haven't been working with you a massive amount of time. But the conversations are going on about how we can make this more, yeah. more easy for you to do. Easier for you just, to do. just having this conversation right now, hopefully people can hopefully listen to this and understand more about the growing issues and therefore they can work yeah. with us and yeah. address climate change. Well, and, and I'm not an expert on construction sites. I'm an expert on very little maybe, but as a company, we're an expert on matching up supply mm -hmm. of surplus kit with demand yeah. from good causes. So if we can understand what your your experts at then we can try and put our speciality into that as well that's what it's all trying to do rather than us come along and say it will work like this it's trying to say well what are you doing already how does it work how can we fit in and how can we just get that triple bottom line which is the net zero the the, the social value and yeah. the, the business case as well yeah perfect well i thank you for your time steve and i hope everyone who's listening has uh, also got you know fulfillment out of this and they've, they've improved their understanding hopefully yeah fingers crossed <laughs> <laughs> hopefully they can understand uh, have you got anything else you'd like to ask well no just uh thank you very much for having me on and um if anyone does have any questions i don't know if you're going to flash up my details but please feel free to get in touch otherwise on the um on the through the collect eco website hopefully you have found this podcast insightful if you'd like to find out more about this issue please contact the sustainability team which includes myself, Haley, Declan or Simon. Likewise, if you would like to find out more about Collect Eco or Steve, do reach out on his website or get into contact to him through the sustainability team. Have a good day.